Thanks, mate. So we'll uh, we'll kick it off with um, your musical journey. How'd you, how'd you get into music? Um, well, we we learned school uh, music at school in Benangatang. Mm. So we were sort of introduced to the, at primary, but I was too busy buggering around. But I I remember picking up a picking up guitar and thinking, oh, this is pretty cool. And I sort of I learned it like early high school, and then sort of didn't pick it up until I was about seventeen again. So and then picked it up and started playing around fires and stuff at at uh, around fires and stuff at home, and just thought, yeah, this is a pretty cool thing. So uh, it all started from there, basically. Awesome. And uh, what sort of inspired your your musical styles today? What was the particular artist that inspired you? Uh, oh, you only have to look out the window and be inspired, mate. At times, I think, um, uh, just just people and and stories and and you know personal experiences. Is basically anything that sort of will stick in my mind. Sometimes some things stick in my mind, you know, from thirty years ago, and um, you know they'll, you know, I'll just sit there thinking about them and then one day I'll sort of include them in a song so anything basically mate awesome stuff so for, for those who probably aren't aware of you what would you classify your musical style as well um, some people uh, probably folk folk country maybe um, I've, I've you know over the years I've ended in a lot of songwriting competitions I've ended in, in uh, country and they said, no, nah, nah, this should be in for pop or rock, or, you know, folk or rock, and I've entered in, you know, folk or rock, and they say, no, nah, you should have entered this in country, mate, this is country. So I, I don't know, I'm, I'm just floating around, uh, just sort of in orbit at the moment. So whatever you, whatever people want to take from it, I think that's that's probably the best <laughs> So. So, so growing up, there wasn't um, one sort of genre that you really you felt, I, I guess, uh, moved towards, or was it just you just loved music and pretty much you wanted to be in almost all genres? I, I, I pretty much liked everything, uh, you know. Oh, but you know, to a certain degree, there are mm. songs that I cannot listen to, you yeah. know. But, um, but um, no, it, it varied. Even when I was playing cover gigs for years and years, you know, people would call it off and they go, "Man, you're." Your styles are all over the place, you know, from from Johnny Cash to Tom Waits to, you know, Hunters and Collectors to Charlie Pride to, you know, um, just uh, to Chris Chris Opperson to any to anyone, just sort of uh, to Bob Dylan, you know, um, Sam Baker's another guy I've been getting into lately. Just uh, just anything that just, I don't know, I don't know what gets my interest, but, it, you know, something just touches me in certain, certain ways and I just sort of, I sort of respond to it. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it's it's very rare that you can, I guess, um, cross genre that that extreme. Is it more of a case of you know at those moments you felt more connected to a certain genre like a country, or and then you wanted to move towards a rock, or was it just yeah everything else in between? Well, look, you know, country is probably country was probably my first my first uh, passion. You know, my, my mother always reckons you know I love you know. Charlie Pride, you know, before I could even, you know, I was I was barely could talk, but I could I could say Charlie Pride, and I'd listen to him a lot. So, um, but then, you know, I listened to Elvis too, you know. So just just anything really. But I, I would say it leans. A lot of people say it leans towards country. So, 
that'll do. No, you know? yeah, absolutely. Now, as far as your newest stuff goes, uh, where do you feel that um, that fits in? Well, I've, I've only just started the album. I've just done the, the single of um, Hole in Your Heart. Well, Hole in Your Heart's probably, you know, I, I would probably put that around a more folky area, mm. maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. What, what do you reckon? You're, <laughs> you're the... You listen to a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I do, and I, I, I was going to say very folkish. It's not, it's not, it's not a true traditional folk song though. That's the thing. It's, it's, you could almost put it in a country folk sort of, you know, it's split of hairs almost. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but Jesus, a lot of stuff like that, isn't there? Like, oh yeah. If you, if you really wanted to split hairs about country music today, oh man, you could be, you could be there for ages, really. I think, as Willie Nelson put out, put, put it, he said, two types of music, good and bad. Yeah. No, but we, you know, I love playing the song "Hello in My Heart." So, what was the uh, the inspiration behind that track? Um, well, uh, not a great inspiration. Um, my, my father, my father had passed away uh, pretty recently, and, and about twenty five years ago, my brother passed away. Uh, he had a hole in his heart, you know, and um, he actually didn't pass away from that. He was quite fine from that. He was pretty lean. He wasn't a big bloke, but it was. Um, is quite healthy otherwise. He had a car accident, like at 38, and I remember someone at the time, they said, oh, I said, oh, man, it's just like there's been this big hole blasted in my heart, and, you know, this wind blows through it, and it's so fresh, it, you know, it really hurts every time I, I think of them, you know? And uh, it sort of came about like that, and I just started writing, and I had, I had a couple of verses, and... Um, I was pretty well stumped, and I was going, uh, and uh, there was a bloke moving next door to me called Carl Brody, who was a great songwriter, beautiful, poetic, romantic songwriter, and I thought, oh, you beauty, I'll, I'll ask Carl to give me a hand here, because I was absolutely stumped, but I didn't have time to ask him, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and died six weeks later, so that was a, it was a pretty quick exit for Carl, but in a way, and, and then I just sort of added Carl to the to the mix, I, um, uh, he wrote a beautiful song called "Black Crow Calling," and um, it does mention that mention that in the song. So, in a way, he did help me finish it, really, um, in a pretty tragic sort of a way. Mm. So, yeah, there's a bit behind it, but it's, you know, it also has a positive note. You know, it, you will get through it. Times can be tough, but you know, and you're meant to feel sad at times. You know, it's okay. You know. No, absolutely, and I, I think your song is going to have a, a real pe positive um, for obviously a lot of people because um, everyone goes through you know the the dark times. Um, it's not always sunshine and roses, unfortunately. You know, uh, so that's, that's right. it's really great that you made that song. So, what can we expect though from the album, which is uh, released next year, isn't it? Well, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, well, it it, it it ain't going to be as nice as that. I don't think. Um, there's a few political songs. I've just sort of written, uh, you know, a song about the, you know, the Murray River, the way it's going. It's, it's pretty cool. So, um, and uh, I have no idea, mate. It's going to, once you hit that studio, some things can take it a bizarre directions, mate. And I just sort of don't want to pinpoint where it's going to go. I think I'll just um, throw caution into the wind and, and let, it, let it take me there, perhaps. No, absolutely. Now, as far as you talk about uh, politically charged anthems, um, how do you go about writing something that obviously is very delicate, but you also have to stay true to yourself? Well, yeah. Well, look, I look. I live in Nando, and we're, mm. at the, we're 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 having the worst drought 
ever in white history we are having the worst drought ever like it is freaky and it's bizarre like Nundal's been on water restrictions for two years now, I think, around two years. But and Nundal is a water catchment for Tamworth. It feeds into Chappie Dam and Chappie Dam gets blows out there and, and that gives Tamworth its drinking water. Tamworth's only been on restrictions for the last six months and I just can't see the sense of, you know, if it's dry at the catchment and we just seem to be... And then you see the Murray-Darling system. We just seem to be taking a lot of water and then pissing in the river and letting people deal with the, the problem. It's all right. It'll go downstream. So it's it's sort of like that, you know. We've got to respect that river, our water systems, from the time they begin to the time they finish, you know. That's that's what we have to do. And, and, and you've seen the fish kills in the Murray River and they're saying, oh, no, no, this is a natural occurring thing. Well... I don't believe it is. No. So when when you've got to keep it healthy, well, man, mm. you're going to have to be, you know, you're going to have to be paying lots of money to, to purify it and all that sort of stuff. It's, you've got to keep those systems going and you've got to keep them healthy because without them, we're bugging. Yep, absolutely. We are absolutely bugging. And it's breaking my heart when I see, you know, uh, you know water being used to wash bloody coal. You know, it's sort of, it's sort of. I know we need coal. You know, yep. it's a great industry. You know, big industry. I know. Yeah. yeah. But man, we can't eat the stuff. No, exactly. You're right there, and it's you know, it's yeah. No, well. Look, that, that, that obviously is going to be a song that hopefully resonates with not just uh, your fans, but obviously people higher up in the in the uh, Australian public. Well, hopefully, hopefully, you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know. You just you just hope that you know someone listens. But I've, I've played it a few times live, and 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 uh, it's had a few people you know approach me and go, I like that song. Can I can I buy that? <laughs> I said, No, it's not done yet. It's not finished yet. So, but anyway. But obviously, keep on going, mate. Yeah, well, obviously though that that means something. That must mean something at least to you that people have your song's not done, but people resonate with that song particularly. It does, of course. It means you know, and hold in my heart, you know, yeah. people have approached me and said, oh, man, that's just such a... That's so well put, you know, and, you know, I've felt that before and, um, you know, that that sense of loss and then, you know, and you, it's... Um, you know, that's... Uh, of all... You know, I've never made any money out of music and I don't, you know, out of albums and stuff, but that's my payment when people... You know, when it gets through people like that and you say, OK, that was bloody... That was worth it, you know? Well, absolutely. I mean, it it's very rare in this day and age for, unless you're hiring a musician, to make a, 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 lot, a career out of music. So the fact that you have a legion of fans that go to these shows that want to buy stuff is, is probably just enough for you personally. It is. It is. Oh, look, don't worry, but it doesn't matter who you are, what you would like to be playing to big audiences oh, yeah. just... I don't care who you are, mate. Exactly. If you pick up a football, mate, you know, as a kid or whatever, oh, yeah. and you know you're not very good, but, man, you dream about playing in the big league. And, oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's just human nature. Oh, of course, is. I would, I'd love to play to packed audiences and, you know, be flowing there and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, reality's, reality's sort of bite me on the backside a bit, and you know that's probably probably not going to happen, but mm. I'm still not going to lose that hope. Yeah. I'm still not going to 
Well, no, absolutely. And you never know. I mean, music industry is one of those things. I mean, you look at someone, you know, a classic example is Willie Nelson. I mean, he wasn't successful to his, what, early 50s? Late 60s? Early 50s? 60s? Yeah. Yep. You know, it's a, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a long industry. You just need that one song that everyone sort of gravitates to and, and that's it almost. Yeah, that's right. Well, well Australia's a bit different to America, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, America, once, you know, Willie's had a, had a couple of hits before that, you know. He, oh, yeah. You know, quite a few and that sort of would have it would have kept him in a comfortable living you know back mm. in the days when someone could write a song and sort of retire on it but you know those days those days have gone but oh, you yeah. still can you can still tour and all that sort of stuff and you know basically it's just turned around you know once I remember buying a Bob Dylan the masterpiece CD uh, cassette I mean I paid 30 bucks for that when I was 17 years old $30 now if you equate that Thirty dollars to now, you know. I think you could buy a slab of beer for fifteen bucks. Yep. So, so there you go. So, so equivalent now, today's standard, that CD would be that album would be worth about a hundred over a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so but now, you know, and that money used to filter right down through the industry. So the, the you know the guy would get his retail price and then he'd go down and. And, and, you know, they could be actually reckless with money. You know, they yeah. could take risks. You know, Bob Dylan was a risk. You know, oh, yeah. he sounded like a beautiful writer. Also, I love his voice, but, you know, pretty grating voice, you know, if yeah. you're not into that sort of thing. And, you know, they had a bit of money to take risks. Now, they sort of can't risk that. You know, they've got to go for the sure thing, I think. Well, that's that's one thing is the lack of diversity in music. Well, that, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, you look at the greatest bands of all time, you look at, you know, the likes of, like you said, Bob Dylan, Willie Nelson, I mean, Queen's are, you know, the obvious one as well. I don't think in today's market they would be able to do it. No. You know, the... No, no. Like, interestingly enough, I was just, I was um, listening to a documentary on John Mellencamp, John mm. Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said when he first started out, you know, um, you know, he knew nothing about music. He'd written, he'd been in a few bands and that. And so he went to a studio and said, "All oh, right, I do this." And they go, oh, "Okay, well, yeah, 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 yeah we'll, we'll give you a go." Yeah. So they just set him off, gave him a couple of hundred thousand. Now this is in the eighties. Yeah. Gave him a couple of hundred thousand and said, "Just, um, know, let's see what you've got." Yeah. And it, it actually it failed miserably, and mm. he was dropped. But you know, of course, he he broke through, but. Mm. Man, that just wouldn't happen now, you know. No, it's just. No, you're right. There, it just doesn't happen now. I think it's also because the the streaming services now that we have with Spotify and iTunes, the margin now for for labels, because I've spoken to people on on who are label reps, is that the margin now for their profit margins are so minimal now. Yeah, it's 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 virtually gone, and that's why you're not going to get the diversity. Like it wasn't long ago, I was watching Countdown, you know, back from the '80s, and they had. Iggy Pop, and then they had um, Slim Dusty. Yeah. Straight after. I mean, the variety was, it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, Iggy Pop, Pop just, you know, singing, I'm bored, I'm the chairman of the board, yeah. and uh, freaking out the 13-year-old girl audience that he had, you know, just, how you know, he was just totally insane, it looked like he was wired on something, but anyway, and then they showed Slim Dusty. Yeah. You know, that was so, that's so awesome. I, I wish, I sort of wish that those days were coming back again where it was just all over the shop, you know? But it's, um, 
unfortunately, it's just uh, it slipped through probably, I don't know, with every bit of progress, something special's lost, usually. Oh, yeah, that was what I was going to say next, is that the fact that, you know, every industry changes, and I think the music industry, I mean changed so much almost overnight um basically the moment spotify you know went up because you know you don't have to pay for music basically anymore you know you pay just a no. fee so the no, artist no once once upon a time you bought an album yeah. you saved money to buy it and you saved that bloody album you yeah. listened to every album song and people wrote albums specifically for that because they knew people would be listening to every song yeah. you know and so there was no fillers and you know, songs that just sort of think, oh, well, ah, we'll put this down, you know. There was sort of, you know, they, but then again, they had the money and time to put that out too, so. Well, yeah. Anyway, that, we, can't, we can't go, we can't we, go back there, mate, unfortunately. No, we can't go back to the good old days of music, but I think there's also an opportunity now, at least, as much as we, we miss the old days with, you know, different genres, at least now, I guess, it, the platform is so big that all artists get their, you know, can be found do their style of music without I guess the restrictions yep yep yep, yep. The, the, the advantage is you know for sure um yeah definitely um yeah it, it does give you a chance to put anyone a chance to put their music out there which is I guess is um well you're almost flooded with the stuff nowadays aren't you but hmm. but you know you can still YouTube stuff and yeah oh, like a freight like that uh, yeah, I think just the only thing that really is is probably more in Australia is the fact that we don't have as many um, live, you know, pub performances anymore. I think that's, you know, probably the thing that we are missing out on. Yeah, well, once upon a time. Although, you know, Melbourne's still pretty yeah. good, although yeah. the, but although, you know, they're not pay, they don't pay a great deal, no. you know. It's, it's, it's probably um, pretty hard, hungry on a band, you know, if they're travelling around and they're, they're trying to live off what they're offering. Yeah. But you know, there's still there's still gigs around. Um, just you know, it, it's just like anything. It's just like it's just not the you know the money thing. You know, I, I have a friend that was playing in Melbourne. And he was playing in a cover band, and he was getting three three and a half grand on a weeknight. You know, back in the eighties. Mm. You know, that was that's huge money. Yeah. And now, man, you'd want to be I don't know pretty tough to get that sort of money if you're yeah. even a recognised band, you know? Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, if you're just starting out, forget about it, basically. I mean, unless you've got some hits on the board, no one really wants to, you know, no one's going to play you. No, that's right. It's, well, it's even, it's, it's tough no matter who you are. I guess it's, it's got to be tough or everyone's going to be doing it, mate. Yeah. So as far as, um, yeah, so as far as you go, what's, um, what's the plan for the next uh, bit of touring? great deal. I've got a few gigs coming up in Victoria and and one in Sydney and I'm not sure what dates. I'm gonna, I've actually hit the on the road at the moment. Um, and I've still got I'm still shearing sheep, mate, so I do that, you know, during the week. I've yep. got to sort of stick around to do that and then I can dash off and do a couple of tours. I've got a gig around in Houston, New South Wales, just on the Victorian New South Wales border in December and I think I've got one coming up in uh, November and then we've got the Country Music Festival yeah. here in Tamworth so yeah. I've got a few gigs around there awesome. and I know I've forgotten something else but um, but anyway if you if you if you close by just pop in <laughs> have a listen absolutely hey thank you so much for taking this time today 
Oh, thanks. Thank you for taking your time, mate. Much appreciated. Uh, no problem, man.